Yo, welcome to this Purple and Gold Frames podcast. This is episode number eight. My name is Laker Lou. I'm usually here with my man Marcel, uh, but he's taking a break today. So I'm going to hold it down for you tonight and and discuss uh, all things Lakers. Uh, We're going to get into this calendar for this week. Uh, Today is uh, November 15th, Sunday. And the Pistons are coming to the Staples Center with the 5-4 record behind Drummond. The Lakers are going to have a a task holding this dude down because he's been on a little tear lately. So we'll see what they do there. Then tomorrow we fly out to Phoenix to take on the Mighty Suns and and Bledsoe and company. And they also boast a 5-4 record. Uh, It's going to be a little task there with with those point guards. They're they're pretty dynamic. Uh, Then there's a little, little break in between Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. No games. And then on Friday, the 20th of November, uh, the Raptors come to the Staples Center. And they, they're doing pretty good. They got a 7-3 record. So we'll see a little challenge there. Uh, hopefully the Lakers will be rested up and, and ready to battle. And then uh, on the 22nd, which is Sunday, um, the Blazers come to the Staples Center. And, and they're doing all right. They're 4-7. and seven, Not too good. Not too bad. Uh, Damian Lillard is uh, holding it down over there for, for the Blazers. So... We'll see what happens there. Uh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be an exciting week. See what see what the Lakers have learned. You know, I think that's the theme for this season is is just you know learning and and getting better with each game and each week. So let's get into this podcast and break it down. All right, so we're going to get into around the world this week uh, where we take shots. And talk about certain subjects, topics regarding the Lakers. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, well, I guess I'm going to take all the shots this week. I'm going to be a little bit of a ball hog here. So the first shot that we're going to take here is, uh, let's talk about the record the Lakers are holding right now. A 1-8 record, which is, uh, for me, a little disappointing because I expected them to be at a at a better place this time. You know, it's a couple weeks in the season, you know, not not too too deep into the season but still I was kind of like hoping that they could get these wins because the teams that they're playing are not that great of teams you know they're the, they're not cheapy teams they're not you know high end teams they're they're like you know mediocre teams that I thought with the talent that we have on the squad could could pull out some wins so um I don't know if it's just the fact that they're young and experienced or you know or, or is it the coaching uh, or combination or the attitude? I don't know what it is. I just thought that they would be better at this point. That whole goal of making the playoffs is starting to dwindle with each loss. The projection for this team this year, I think by uh, some stats out there, projected them to win 27 games. It's like, you know, that's starting to come into question now as, as to like wondering if they're going to even make that clip, you know, so... There's still a lot of time, you know, the season's long, so they could have an opportunity here to turn the tide, you know. December's going to be a tough, tough uh, schedule for them, so, you know, that's that's going to be, you know, a real learning lesson for them. If they could pull out a few wins during that month, you know, close this month out pretty good, then, you know, maybe you might have a chance and turn it around, you know, that chemistry kicks in or they figure something out, something just starts to click, but... So far, with that one and eight loss, it's a little, it's a little shaky for me. You know, it's uh, it's it's kind of tough. I'm sure Marcel would agree to what I was saying if he was here. So, um, yeah, that one and eight record, man, is is it's a tough one to swallow right now. But like I said, 
this is a long season, so usually teams turn it up mid-season, you know, and, and go on a run at the end and, and squeeze in there and make the playoffs. So I'm not counting them out just yet because it's, you know, like I said, early, but we'll see what happens as, as the time goes on. So um, I guess I'm going to take this uh, second shot here as well, and we'll talk about... Uh, all right, let's let's talk about this lineup change. You know, this lineup change has produced some pretty good things. Uh, not enough, no wins, obviously, but some change nonetheless. Uh, the game's been a little bit more competitive. The games have been, uh, you know, winnable, as as I said before. But I guess I guess what the Lakers are missing right now is that that closer. You know. That that the ability to close out games, not not necessarily one player to be the closer like Kobe has done for us so many years, but uh, just the ability as a unit to close out games. Uh, that's that's been a big factor here. Um, they've shown good stretches where they're just phenomenal, going up and down the court, making good plays, good passing, you know, being on on the same page. And then you know those those stretches don't last too long, and then adjustments are made and 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 we start drying up real quick but that's where the defensive comes in and you really have to hold it down if you're if your offense is not you know in sync and everything is just like you know not happening for you the ball's not going in the bucket then you have to dig your feet in man and play some solid d and that's going to give you some opportunities to make some uh you know easy bu- transition buckets what have you you know it just bumps up your energy levels so um, it's one thing not being able to put the ball in the hole, you know, at the end of games to close out games. It's another thing to just give up defensively on on, on those sequences as well towards the end. It's not just offense, man. It's, you got to hold it down defensively. The defense, I think, is a better choice because that's going to create better opportunities for you to score towards the end. So I think they focus a lot on, on the offense when it comes down to crunch time. And you can see that it's just totally off sync. A lot of one-on-one, a lot of, you know, shaking and baking and then passing to the next guy. They shake and bake and pass it. Not enough side-to-side moving, just, you know, up and down. But, you know, that defensive, again, the, the defense is what is going to help them, is, is what's going to, you know, make them a better closing team. And hopefully, you know, they turn it up. Uh, and and get these wins towards the end of the of the of the games there and pull out a couple W's. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and take this uh, this third shot and talk about uh, let's talk about Kobe. Let's talk about Kobe and how he's looking. Uh, he's looking pretty good to me. Um, he's you know against that Mavs game he because he didn't play those first two games in Miami and and Magic, but then he he showed up against the Mavs. Scoring 19 points, getting five boards, you know, seven for 15, 32 minutes, uh, which is kind of high for me. I think he should be lower in that 25, 28 minute mark. But, you know, Byron's giving him his run. I guess he had enough time to chill, so he gave him a little bit extra run there. I mean, come on, it, it is what it is, man. Kobe's on his way out. It's the farewell tour, right? So, you know, these kids are like roadies right now, man. They're just carrying his baggage and, 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 you know, just making them look good. He's a headliner. He's the lead singer here, and these kids are just backup singers. <laughs> so they gotta, uh, they gotta make them look good, right? They gotta make them uh, uh, shine a little bit. You know, get them, get them the ball. Let them, let them score his points, and and make this farewell tour a success. And uh, 
you know, he's getting a lot of love out here on these in, in these arenas, man. A lot of people are appreciating uh, uh, what he's what he's done and, and what he's doing right now. And I think it's, it's a beautiful thing to see because he was the villain so many times in these arenas. You know, the assassin, you know, just taking these teams out. And now, you know, the people are showing their appreciation for greatness. And it's good to see, you know. Um, I'm... I'm wondering how how long you know he could he could pull the season off because I, I mean looking at him it's obvious that he's he's uh he's not playing at uh he's not playing at Kobe level you know he's playing at a mortal he's playing at a mortal level like regular cats out there you know and it's and he's keeping up you know he's he's doing his thing out there uh but knowing Kobe you know he only wants to play at the highest level so it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy to see see him uh, playing like this at, at a you know you're seeing his mortality, sort of say, and um, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy, man, when he's not around anymore. But you know I love Kobe. I love what he what he brought to the Lakers. I love what he brought to the game, and and you know as as much as he could play, I'm with it, man. I let him you know let him do his thing out there. Uh, these kids are just gonna have to learn at this point how to how to navigate through that through that uh, jungle there, that Kobe jungle, which a lot of people have uh, been through. You know, a lot of a lot of teammates been through that jungle, and you know these kids are just gonna have to suck it up regardless, and 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 go through it, bust out your machetes, and go through that thing, man. Just make sure you got your boots on so you don't get bit by a black mamba or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, let's get into this next segment. <laughs> All right, next up is the bench press. This is uh, basically where we talk about the bench productivity and what they bring to the squad, how they help the squad out. Uh, first off the bench, we got Lou Williams, sweet Lou Williams. Uh, this guy's been pretty pretty good for us um, starting out the season. He kind of went on a little skid here, this, this little road trip. Um, and I, I'm not too worried about Lou, man. He's a vet. He knows, he knows how the game goes. You know, everybody goes up. Everybody goes down, you know. It's just how you co- how you rebound from those downsides, you know. It's how you how you come back. And I, I have faith in Lou uh, and what he could uh, bring to the to the bench. You know, he's he's a vet, man. He knows exactly uh, how to get himself going. Uh, there has been speculation that uh, maybe a knuckle injury on, on his shooting hand might be affecting his shot. But I'm sure if you ask him that, he's gonna. He's going to put that arrest and be like, regardless, you know, I have to perform. You know, a lot of these guys are competitive, especially Lou. You know, he's a real competitor, so he's not going to, you know, hang hang uh, his his bad shooting on, on a knuckle injury, man. He's going to, he's gonna you know, just grind it out and, and make it happen. Uh, let's talk about Nick Young, you know, Swaggy P. He's been pretty damn consistent uh, this season coming off the bench there and dumping points. You know, he's an offensive threat. Um, he could play a little D. His D's been a little bit better. I mean, you know, it's not great. It's not bad. It's just kind of right there. You know, he could always improve in that area. But as far as coming in and lighting it up, that's your man right there, man. He'll come and drop trays on you and do his little dance and, and head back the other way, which is great, you know, when you need that firepower to light up, you know, light up the other team, get the crowd going if you're at home, you know, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, for for a ball club to have a, a player with with his 
dynamic. Uh, who else do we have on this bench? Oh, Meta World Peace coming off the bench, man, and, and dumping some trays. You know, uh, that Miami game, he came in and, and dumped 14 points, man. He was four, four out of four from the three-point line, which was pretty crazy. I was tripping out on that. Man, this guy comes in and, and brings his lunch pal every night and puts in work. You can't say nothing about that. Metal World Peace, he's an asset to the squad. Uh, you, your productivity or his productivity is not probably going to be like that every night. But best believe he's going to bring that energy, that, that defensive energy, and, and get these kids going, man, because, you know, that's what they need. You see him out there, he's running around like a madman, and it's, it's you know, it's good to see. That's a great that's a great person to have on a bench and, and come out and do that. Uh, we got a new member to the bench press segment, like we mentioned last uh, episode. Um, Larry Nance Jr., man. This guy's uh, this guy's pretty, uh, how can I say, he's pretty unique. You know, he has uh, some, some skill sets that are not flashy, but they're essential. So... Uh, to have a player like that coming off the bench and and you know grabbing boards, blocking shots, uh, he put in what was it, 13 points against the Magic, which was gravy. You know you don't expect him to put that many uh, balls in, in in the bucket, but uh, he did and uh, you know helped them out to to be competitive during that game. Uh, you know there's a lot of upside to this guy, man. He 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 has a lot of athletic ability. Um, if he could uh, get some regular playing time, he could probably be, you know, that X factor for the bench there. You know, coming in and and doing that dirty work and putting in points if uh, need be. So, Larry Nance Jr., welcome to the bench press, man. Hopefully, we'll be talking about you a little bit more in this in this segment as as your playing time and your productivity rises. Uh, let's get into this next dude. Uh, Brandon Bass, man, this guy uh, was in the lineup, in the rotation uh, for, for the bench, and then um, he got out, now he's back in, you know, uh, Black, Tarek Black replaced him uh, the first time he went out, and now he's coming back. Um, he's looking a little bit better than his first debut, you know, when, when he was out there with Kelly and, and Huertas and, and a couple of the other guys, but uh, with this other unit, it seems like he's fitting in a little bit better. Um, hopefully he continues to build on, on that and, uh, you know, adds a little something to the bench. Uh, that's about it, man. Those guys been, you know, holding it down, um, you know, as far as, as the core bench, uh, these are the guys. Now let's get into this, uh, next segment, shall we? Let's do it. All right, let's get into this young gun section of the podcast where we talk about uh, these young guys on this squad here and, and what they bring or how they're developing uh, on this Lakers squad. Uh, let's start off with D'Angelo Russell. Uh, D'Angelo, D'Angelo. Let's see. Uh, you know, he's developing slowly, uh, probably slower than many anticipated, but nonetheless, he's he's developing. And, and I guess we could have, we see that. Uh, and, this, and, and, you know, from week one to week two, he's, he's finding his shot. He's, he's being a little bit more aggressive. Uh, still getting into that offense a little slow. 
Uh, you know, I, I, I would like to see him initiate the offense a little bit quicker. But, uh, you know, I guess this one, we're going to have to sit and wait on this dude and, and see uh, how he develops in the next year or two or three or however long it takes. You know, I just, you know, I guess we got to be patient with this guy. Uh, but, you know, still, I'm, I'm happy with what, you know, what he's doing out there. Uh, let's talk about, let's talk about Larry Nance Jr. Making it to the, to the Young Guns, uh, section here. Uh, we, we, we talked about him in, in the previous segment, uh, the bench press and what he was bringing in. And, you know, ain't nothing much more I could say here about him on, on this Young Guns segment. You know, his shooting is, is better than, than I thought, uh, probably better than a lot of, uh, people thought. And, you know, his athleticism is, is evident in, in, you know, how he plays, you know, how he gets up uh, for boards, for blocks, you know, just getting, you know, playing that defense, moving his feet. He's proven to be a, a pretty good pickup for the Lakers. Uh, I could see this guy carving out a nice little career for himself in, in the NBA, just, you know, just doing what he does. You know, you can see it already, what, what you know, what he brings and, uh if he just enhances that, you know, who knows what type of player this dude could be, you know. Um, I definitely think he's going to be an asset to the Lakers. And I just look forward to seeing this dude really develop. I'm, I'm definitely in, in uh, Larry Nance's uh, uh, camp right now. Uh, let's get into JC, man. Jordan Jordan Clarkson. Uh, he's, he's doing his thing. He... Uh, Fell short against the Magic, man. He only had uh, four points and two rebounds, which which was kind of uh, out of character for him, you know, so far. You know, he's been doing real good. So that one was kind of uh, a shocker there. Uh, perhaps if he has one of his typical games, they, they win that game. Uh, but just dumping in four points is, was, was hard to swallow. Uh, what I do like, though, is, uh, you know, coming back against the Mavs, uh, he rebounded and... and you know, dumped in 21 points. So that shows uh, shows us what type of player he is. You know, he he has a if he has a bad game, you know, best believe he's gonna come back and 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 make that up and and play hard. Let's get into uh, Julius Randle. You know, this guy's uh, struggling, man. I think he's not playing at at a level that he wants to play at. You know, he's uh he's uh what do you got here on my versus Miami? He got seven points and seven rebounds. Against the Magic, what do he have? 12 points, 8 rebounds. Against the Mavs, 6 points, 10 rebounds. So, you know, not the kind of output that I think many of us expected. Uh, he's he's struggling. Who knows why he's struggling? It could be confidence. Maybe that shot's affecting him. You know, he says he doesn't have it, so it's kind of messing with him as far as, you know, being aggressive. And... Uh, I just hope this dude figures it out, man. I just really hope that this this guy figures it out and and goes on a mean tear. And uh, I know the potential he has is is you know very big, very big. And I know a lot of people know that. So maybe with that pressure that everybody's you know expecting him to do big things is is causing some uh, undue stress. But hey, man, welcome to the pros. You know, <laughs> this is what it's about. So put your hard head on, man, and and get to work, man. And uh, make things happen and i think that wraps up every, everything here for uh young gun segment let's get into this uh let's get into this next one a 
All right, we're getting into the last uh, segment of this podcast. It's called the Gold Ticket Matchup. Uh, we're going to basically pull out one game from the week that uh, we think is the, the matchup of the week. And this week we have uh, Detroit Pistons, the Phoenix Suns, the Toronto Raptors, and the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, for me, I would think that uh, maybe that Phoenix Suns game is a good one for the gold ticket matchup of the week. Uh, merely because they uh, sit in our division and we need to, to battle. You know, we need to battle these teams that are sitting in our division. And that would be a good win. They're not too... They're not too great, you know. They're not too bad. They're five and four, so you know they're beatable. And uh, hopefully, we could gear up and 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 you know take it to them. Uh, granted, it is the second night of a back to back, so that might be an issue for uh, some of these older guys on the team. Uh, but I'm not giving it to these young guys because uh, shit, they're young, you know. They go run for days. So uh, my golden ticket matchup of the week is the Phoenix Suns. That wraps up another Purple and Gold Frames podcast. You can catch more of us online at www.purpleandgoldframes.com or you can look us up on iTunes, do a search for uh, Purple and Gold Frames and we should pop up there. Please feel free to leave your uh, comments or suggestions in there and uh, you know give us a little bit of insight of uh, how we're doing here. Uh, my name is Laker Lou. Thank you very much for listening and I hope to catch you next week. Peace.